0: And finally in the history of the comic, we actually have yeah!
1: <laughs> for real. Like everything. I feel like I wish that there was I wish that there was someone like, I just want to see reactions of so many people. I need everybody, all the co hosts, to be on this episode because all the times that we were like, it's Poppy's mom, it's Poppy's mom, I feel like we finally resigned ourselves to be like, it's not Poppy's mom, come on. And then it's Poppy's mom.
0: (laughs) Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene by scene analysis. Featuring sharp co hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support the Storythinker on Patreon. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 125 of Midnight Poppyland, and we are here with Ruby. Hi. Hello,
1: and awesome, awesome. Well,
0: let's dive right in.
1: All right. Uh, so we're starting off big by seeing the Alton complex for the very first time. Mm. Um, we're starting off with this guard tower and Poppy saying, thanks for loaning us your granduncle's car, Quincy. And you can tell he's all happy and chipper, probably happy to be away from the danger they were just in. But Quincy saying nothing to it, Miss Editor. <laughs> Besides like the him. car actually belongs to one of the guards. <laughs> you no, know, I wonder
0: if he's he's using Miss Editor. We know he used Miss Editor before and it's just like his respectful term, but I wonder if he's specifically using it because um, of the attraction that he's had recently and Toro's warnings, like stay away from her. So he's like, oh, okay. Put let's some be distance. Mm-hmm.
1: I can see that. I can see that. Or maybe even like trying to make things seem a little bit more normal, just like <sighs> we just had this crazy night. Let's go back to pretending we're just living our regular lives.
0: Right. We're just working at the company that no longer exists by our shady, horrible boss.
1: <laughs> um, and then Poppy looks horrified, and she says, "One of the guards." Quincy's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> like, "By this, I know." I was, I was confused as to like why she's so. Maybe she feels uncomfortable thinking that like he took it from someone else when it, it was their car.
0: I think maybe because it's a fancy car so she's like oh my god the guard has this kind of car like what kind of business are they running here that the guard has a fancy car
1: oh I didn't think about that that's a good point that's a good point um also possibly if she's used to just Vincent's clan clearly already we're seeing that the Alton clan is treating their people better so
0: mm-hmm. um I mean yeah the, the complex looks very like military
1: yes the yes.
0: power of the
1: fence <laughs> oh yeah um and we've got Quincy again all chipper thanks again but I'll try to return your car in one piece <laughs> <And>
0: <laughs> not, very, car not very not very like, reassuring
1: <laughs> yeah exactly it's my honor young master Quincy see you in another life old pal like he already knows it's not coming back he's resigned <laughs> to it <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I guess he's—I guess he knows that he has money to replace it or someone will give him money to replace it.
1: That's true. That's true, because as I look at it, it looks like it's a BMW or something. So that's, that's a nice car. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: and then we see Poppy sliding, which we find out later she's getting in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, how embarrassing. And I wonder if it's that. Like, she's used to not accepting these things from people. And she's just like, oh, my gosh, we just took a guard's car from this man
0: yeah I, mean, I I I think that makes a lot of sense because she's like a regular at least okay well she's maybe not a regular person but like she probably was raised in a regular you know lifestyle where you don't just take people's cars and for Quincy it's like yeah whatever I'll take people's cars like sure either I'll replace it replace it or I'll just take it and never give it back you know it's normal for him but yeah it's not normal for her
1: like Poppy doesn't even own a car she has her <laughs> scooter Right. Well, no, she doesn't have her scooter anymore.
0: <laughs> so Daryl's garage. Okay, no, that was not Daryl's garage, but whatever. <laughs> um,
1: okay, and then a change from the happy bubbly text bubble, which it's interesting weather right now. It's kind of like gray and overcast and gloomy. It looks like it's about to storm. Um, so Quincy is looking over his shoulder and we see Tora just leaning casually against the, um, telephone poll and he says sure you're not coming in with me and he's like and have all the Baltimore clan e- uh, elders breathing down my neck this time f nah mm-hmm. and so does he mean um alton
0: clan elders maybe yeah, um that Baltimore. was
1: kind of this whole interaction i was interested to see people's take on because I thought that it was a little bit um, I was trying to figure out how to interpret it Mm -hmm. because a, he says, sure. You're not coming in with me. So he was planning on keeping Poppy just like sending her off into the day without (laughs) anyone else. Like he was just going to send her off in a car. And, and yeah, also it says the Baltimore clan. And I can only wonder if it's like, they're at the Alton place but they're talking about like, oh, Vincent has come over because that's his great uncle Ivan or whatever. Um, but yeah, I was not too clear. And especially this next panel when he's like nothing personal and he has the scary forced, like the forced smile terrifying.
0: I could not, I did not understand what he was doing here. That That's supposed to be a smile because I, I don't know what that is. That's like, that's like someone speaking of Halloween coming up now it's like someone paid to look scary
1: yes and you can tell that he's trying to be joking like nothing Mm. personal because it has the little bubbly text and it has like the handwritten (sighs) looking font but yeah he does he doesn't know he has no idea how to fake smile (laughs) Uh. um but yeah, so Quincy flinches. Obviously, you would if he was right in your face like that. Um, and he goes, "Everyone knows it's always personal." That is such a Quincy
0: himself. statement. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. He sure but makes what everything about him.
1: <laughs> I know. He's. Everyone knows it's always personal, and I'm thinking like, is it always personal in terms of Torah specifically, not wanting to hang out with clan people? like for Tor it's always personal like I don't like you guys Mm. I'm not gonna hang out with you I don't know do you have any insight there
0: I mean I think maybe there's an element of Quincy that feels a little abandoned um you know he's not the strongest person emotionally he's always used to like having other people help him out and I think he's used to relying on Tor a lot so Mm -hmm. maybe he feels a little bit left alone you know and we see later on he's very relieved to have other people help him
1: yeah oh yeah and his little thought bubble crikey just when i thought he couldn't get any creepier <laughs> which like he grew up with torah. he's never seen torah be creepy like this before <laughs> i know that
0: you follow like instead of perfecting his fake smile he just worsens his fake smile over time so just yeah
1: <laughs> um okay, this part, if you know of a throwback panel, let me know, because then we see what I'm pretty sure is Poppy looking crazed saying, Mr. Lom's request, nothing personal. And so he's like tying them back together. And I was trying to think back and I was like, what is, what is this? What is going on here?
0: I also did not know at first. And I think I think this is something that we did not see before I like, thought we definitely didn't see the panel I think Quincy is remembering when um Poppy tried to get him to write you know she tried to recruit him to write the, the story because Mr. Lane wanted him in particular mm-hmm. so I think that was probably in his mind how she looked when she was begging him to like write the story um that's what I'm guessing
1: yeah um and he says The more time he spends with Miss Editor, the more she rubs off on him. And boom, the love child of Chucky and his bride. I'm thinking. Is that a pop reference? There's no way that she's made him even scarier. Come on. If anything, (laughs) Tora has made her even bolder and, like, I don't know, scarier. Right. I think, but, yeah
0: you know Quincy's a delicate little flower he's he he just remembers you know Poppy was probably just like please please and this is he remembers her being like super scary and like yeah. you know everything in his mind is blown up to like these magna- magnitudes yeah but um, it's Ch- t- what's Chucky and his bride I didn't even look it up is that like a movie or something
1: um well there is Chucky and then there's another sequel called Bride of Chucky and as someone who cannot do horror i've never seen either of them but i know that they exist okay um and so i don't know if there is like a sequel sequel that has to do with their kid or if he's just saying like wow we have these two scary people and tor must be the love child of these two people (laughs) um but yeah but chucky is kind of this like possessed doll like demon possessed doll and then his bride is also a demon possessed doll so okay (laughs) so it's scary uh, it's not for me yeah
0: those creepy dolls are
1: the worst yeah (laughs) and then you see both of them sneeze poppy and tora sneeze and i've learned that with like anime stuff they usually show like oh you're sneezing because someone's talking about you Mm -hmm. and so I guess it's showing that he's actually he was thinking that torah is this Chucky. scary being and now he's like Meh. or should it be the other way around which is kind of what i was saying like has he rubbed off on poppy and now she's scary too mm-hmm. <laughs> the cute little poppy her nose, chucky's bride
0: <laughs> it's really cute yeah they're supposed to be horrible and like they're adorable instead i mean well, yeah exactly is scary, but poppy's she's- adorable
1: also, it looks like they've both gotten dressed. Tora is dressed now. Poppy's wearing something different. Quincy, Quincy. is still just straight he's, up in his underwear.
0: <laughs> he's so comfortable with himself. He's like, whatever. I'm going to my family's house anyway. Who cares? Yeah, probably. Yeah. And he's like, I look great in these pajamas.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's showing off those calves and mm. those thighs. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, And then we hear, coming from the house, I would love to see the floor plan of this estate here, but um, we hear, hurry Ivan, the guard said Quincy's at the gate. And we see that Quincy's giving him, giving Tora the heads up. He knows that Tora doesn't want to be seen or involved with the clan people right now, so he gives him a little, they're here, you better get going, which is very big of Quincy. You thought for sure he was gonna like beg and beg and he's Aww. just like i'm respecting your wishes go now if you don't want to do
0: this that's so so nice i'm so happy that quincy can mature up you know every so often yeah. occasionally for five seconds
1: <laughs> right and okay in the first version before she edited this mm-hmm. when torah hugged quincy like this i thought to myself are we gonna see later that he's telling him something Uh which then in this edited version he does tell him something and I was like
0: (laughs) nice that's a good prediction yes
1: (laughs) but at the same time he's whispering to Quincy but at the same time he's being super awkward (laughs) (laughs) and Quincy goes I appreciate your effort big bro but this is a little too awkward for my liking
0: (laughs) I think it's so sweet you know I think that um it is nice to see that Torah you know is developing and is developing in his interpersonal relationships and his ability to show affection I think that's great yeah.
1: well and we've seen I don't I don't remember if we've seen Poppy say something about hugs but we have seen her say things about like when you should say thank you and stuff like that so we know that she's been coaching him right um, and he goes bear with me Poppy Lane said it gotta be at least three seconds <laughs> And I'm just imagining yeah. what it must be like to just be standing there still with Tora being like one,
0: two, three. <laughs> <Still> natural, so natural.
1: <laughs> and again, a cute panel. Good job.
0: Very cute. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. Okay, and then where does this come from? Him just, Tora whipping out his lucky getting girls hat that everyone admires. Mm-hmm. Gives it to Quincy. Which, of course, Quincy's like, not my hair. (laughs) Please (laughs) don't touch my hair. And he goes, have fun hitting the clubs. So he knows that A, Quincy is probably not going to be doing, like, heavy hitting clan stuff now that he's going to be with his family. He's going to let his family do the clan stuff. But also B, something feels kind of final about that. Like, Mm. does Tora think he's not going to be back for a while or not at all?
0: I don't. I definitely hear you because it's like, yeah, his lucky special special dollar tree hat but yeah I don't know I mean we know that he's been very worried right ever since he couldn't find Goliath's other DVD you know maybe that's just a continuation of that worry maybe he has some kind of plan that we haven't seen yet that involves him like disappearing off the face of the earth mm-hmm. <laughs> um I don't know or maybe maybe he's just nostalgic right now and he feels like maybe he won't see him for like a little bit even you know for a while. Yeah and he wants to you know demonstrate his connection in some way without being able to articulate it
1: you can also tell that of the very very few things that torah travels with in general we can see that he's kind of a light traveler Hmm. you can assume that they left a lot of stuff back in the apartment because they were packing in just a few minutes and that was something that he chose to pack up and bring with him so it definitely has a little it definitely has to have a bit of meaning for him Mm -hmm. so um we see rumble rumble obviously like we said earlier the weather seems like it's going to get kind of nasty and just as predicted instead of the emotional reaction quincy's going oh my hair
0: (laughs) of course like mind you you would think that you know he he just got out of bed relatively recently but he's like no no no." in the sometime in the car he had time to perfectly like do his hair
1: to his liking Mm -hmm. yeah his his skincare, his shaving, his hair. Don't worry about the outfit; he's fine. But up here, still mm-hmm. good. Um, this is great. You driving, sweetheart? Yup. Hop on, loser. <laughs>
0: By the way, actually, this reminds me. I remember when I um I donated my kidney, so after the surgery, um, I was feeling pretty terrible, and I think I couldn't get out. of couldn't get out of bed for like the day or something but like the second I could get out of bed I went to the bathroom and I like you know washed up as much as I could and then like I was in terrible pain like it was really painful but like I put on makeup and like I you know put my glasses on or I don't know whatever and like I was still wearing my hospital gown so like whatever but I was like at least my face is gonna look normal you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get that it's it doesn't seem like it makes sense from the outside but to yourself it's like a comfort it does yeah and i'm sure that to him maybe having this little bit of normalcy is like a comfort in this stressful time so um all right so it starts to rain really set in the mood here and he goes it's his precious dollar store hat that he got on a discount <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, it it's even already a dollar hat and then he got it on a discount i <laughs> that oh, I feel like that that makes it
0: even more precious for Tora that he got it on a discount. He was like yeah. he has this he had this super fancy car that you remember that he sold for Poppy's house, but like yeah, the dollar store the, the hat like whatever dollar store.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. I just think about when I think it was Gyu maybe asked him for the hat and mm-hmm. was like thought that it had some kind of special mojo to it and now Quincy has Quincy doesn't need any mojo though. He's got his own um all right and then they're driving off into the distance before the Altins make a, an appearance so they're not being seen and quincy's thinking god damn it why does torah always have to be so dramatic about leaving just say see you later like a normal person <laughs> so he also thinks that there's some kind of big deal finality to him passing on his hat like this i think it's that but i also
0: i think there, there's also like a large part on quincy's side he feels alone and, you know, he he's had a lot of change in his life right now. So his sense of stability is gone. And, you know, the person that is normally with him and helps provide support for him is leaving. So I think that it's also very emotionally hard for him as well. So I think the drama, some of it is in his head.
1: I, I didn't think that. that's a really good point that like his person that's always the buffer between him and the mafia stuff is just gone now. Um. All right, and we can see that Quincy, which you're surprised, a second ago he was worrying about his hair under the hat. And now it's (laughs) he doesn't seem to care. But he's thinking, oh, maybe I should have gone with them. Now I'll die not only of loneliness, but also worry. And and we hear them say, (laughs) Quincy, interrupting his thoughts. But yes, he's obviously thinking, I'm all alone. My boy left me. I got to be by myself.
0: And he's worried about them, which is very sweet.
1: Yeah. And we see um, great aunt and uncle coming out. Come on in, honey. It's starting to pour. And we can see that the two guards are like, good evening, madam and master.
0: It and looks so casual. It's just hilarious. It's like,
1: yes, you know. <laughs> I love when, when I was like zooming in, because I love when Lily said something about ivan wearing crocs or something like that um, but uh, <laughs> i can't see him in this picture but i just remember her being like ivan doesn't want to give up his crocs i um, like
0: sneakers but yeah that's right i remember crocs <laughs>
1: yeah they're both in their their little casual outfits and i love how he's seeing them as this like ah uh, <laughs> <laughs> the little like glowing light around them you're yeah. a long way from home, Quinston. What happened? Does your mama know you came to see us? Well, I mean, you know,
0: everyone knows Quinston is a big baby and a mama's boy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this man is like 26. You know? Never mind the fact that he's officially been passed on, like the Baltimore clan the other day or anything. They're like, oh, Quinston, does your mommy know that you're here? <laughs> oh, my no offense Quincy you're adorable but like you
0: are a little child
1: <laughs> useless useless <laughs> <laughs> and it even goes so far as him thinking the grown-ups are here <laughs> which I totally get on his
0: perspective but it's like yeah it's, it's Quincy let's just say that
1: <laughs> you gotta see at some point him I know that Lily is great with character development and so I'm sure that we're going to see him go through like a maturing arc you know hopefully by the end he'll still have his personality but he'll also have like stepped into adulthood and like responsibility and, and whatnot
0: hopefully so, yeah.
1: that would be great I would love to see him become a big boy
0: <laughs> <Graduate>. <laughs> to the next level
1: yeah um, and then he realizes oh F it's freezing and sneezes um, yes it's raining and you're in your underwear outside
0: <laughs> and you know he didn't have much sleep so I, I don't know about you but like you know you get yeah. sicker when you're no. same
1: um, and then you can tell he's kind of crying because the watery like <laughs> the watery text bubble mm. Grand Uncle Ivan Grand Auntie owe you, <laughs> and this excuse that he comes up on with on the fly i'm thinking what i was uh evicted from my apartment because i couldn't pay rent sorry mm-hmm. to impose and you're just like that's what you that's what you came up with what i know
0: the novelist who like writes stories for a living could yes. have anything better <laughs> anything more yeah. believable
1: he can't think of any other reason as to why he might want to come and visit his family or like whatever no he was evicted from his apartment
0: god in his underwear no less the sky
1: (laughs) and they go oh pshaw small matter quince we have more than enough room for you clearly (laughs) Um, is that honey didn't you invite them in so i thought this was interesting because we thought that torah got away before anyone saw them but they saw him right and i mean we we know that clearly the guards and the watchtower (laughs) they were there like they didn't go unnoticed but we would have thought that the great aunt and uncle didn't see him but they did
0: yeah I wonder if it'll come up later you know is someone gonna ask them
1: right does
0: it matter I don't know
1: he was in the room when they did that whole interaction wasn't he right he was because he shot that guy
0: yeah Tora might not be maybe Poppy the fact that they saw someone maybe they'll connect it to Poppy later on and you know it'll be a whole clan search maybe yeah. Interplane
1: search. Oh my gosh. Um, and then we see off to the side, Google Marketplace, <laughs> free car, first come, first serve. If you can find it, personal safety not guaranteed. And clearly, he's trashed his little Lamborghini or whatever this was, just sitting, it looks like it's sitting in the woods somewhere. Um, and again, he's coming up with great excuses on the fly. Um, oh, just a buddy who gave me a lift on his way elsewhere. Uh, his car broke down right before we got here. <laughs> she goes, goodness gracious, he'd better drive carefully. These mountain roads are terribly foul when it rains. We've heard it might even snow tonight. And you know that we're getting set up for something right yes, here. exactly. There's something <laughs> coming.
0: Snow. Something is coming. Oh, are we going to get the trope of like, oh dear, it's snowing. We can't go anywhere. We have to be stuck in this one room, one bed. Exactly. Oh, That's
1: oh, what dang. everyone in the comments was like, it's going to be a snowed in scenario or like the mountain roads are too dangerous. We have to pull over and like stay in this little inn.
0: <laughs> By the way, this yellow car, I mean, just rest in peace. It was purchased on a whim. It's dropped on a whim. It had like a lifespan of like a month. I mean, Mm -hmm. totally underappreciated. It's going to be neglected and forgotten. Like, it was just made for no purpose. It's very sad.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm kind of wondering, okay, they dumped this car. How long did they have to walk before they got to the compound and was able to get this uh, guard's car? Did they just, like, stroll up to the compound on foot? I don't know. Yeah, or taxi or something. (laughs) Right? Um... Also we're getting some great foreshadowing here because they're emphasizing the weather a lot. Mm-hmm. We hear the thunder, they're showing the rain in multiple panels. They mention it verbally. I think that that's definitely gonna take a role and something that I've heard people, um, I've heard readers comment on before is the connection between water and some kind of emotional interaction with Poppy and Tora. Mm-hmm. There always seems to be, whether he was sick when it was raining in his apartment mm-hmm. or when they were in Moonbright, there just seems to be multiple links between water and their emotions. So that would be a, would be a nice episode. Yeah, it really will be. Um, all right. And now, very quickly, Quincy's excuses are falling apart just instantly (laughs) (laughs) wait a sec did quinston say he was evicted from his building and she's like that's right he did say that a son of alton made to pay rent the audacity (laughs) and now you're just thinking like oh shoot he probably was just like living totally free on his dad's dime that's where he got the car from (laughs)
0: i don't know i mean i'm surprised that he paid rent i would think that he would purchase the apartment i don't know i mean that we don't know what what the actual
1: reality is you know yeah (laughs) and quincy's kind of hanging behind he's looking a little sad he sighs and here's the panel Hmm. we get a little whisper torah gives us i'll be in touch once i get to the bottom of this not going to get either of your clans involved when it's not you thereafter. right so
0: he yeah. figured it out <laughs> he knows <laughs> yeah like, this is not about you and well we'll see later he knows it's not about him either yeah
1: well also the fact that he's like going off and investigating this by himself i wonder if he's still going to use the resources that he normally has like you and those people that help him do this searching info finding kind of work. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Also very interesting that it's transitioned from the notebook, the clans wanting the notebook because there's a lot of information about the clans. And now we've transitioned to Taurus made it very personal. Um, It's not, you thereafter, and so mm. he knows now. He's things are narrowing in on on Torah. Okay. Um, and Quincy is having similar thoughts. He's thinking he'll get to the bottom of what is this? No longer about the notebook anymore. I'm so confused. <laughs> he's putting the pieces together. It's it's not about just the notebook anymore. Um. And we hear them in the background, un- uncle and aunt saying, tell us the building name, Quincy. We'll make sure this doesn't happen again. Oh, dear. They're, they're still hung up on the whole evicted thing. Yeah. But, um, you know, <clears throat> like what
0: methods are they planning on using to make sure it doesn't happen again? Exactly.
1: Right. Uh,
0: <laughs> a little nervous over here.
1: Yeah. And we're about to transition. And Quincy's saying, whatever the case, I hope to God those two will be okay. And I just have a feeling that we're going to have a very long arc of separation. Poppy and Taurus setting off on this adventure. Who knows when we're going to see Quincy again?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So Mindy, I am um, so pumped for the second part of this episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's been it's funny because I actually was not expecting this. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting Taurus to confront her like this. Mm-hmm. and well and then the rest of what happened afterwards certainly not expecting <laughs> <Nope. Yeah. clears throat> it's a, it's a very oh. a, very exciting moment in midnight popular in history but we'll 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 get there in a second
1: you know lily was just like <laughs> wait till they see this
0: oh my gosh yeah <laughs> It's like you know certain episodes stay in my mind like the 35 is when they had to the kiss and like i don't know you know the regina's cliff and this is like what hmm <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're at a restaurant and um, waiter says, would you like any seconds, Missy? And Poppy is like, oh, I'm done with my meal. Thank you. Could you clear this plate too? Sure. She's smiling. And then we we see Tora and he is silent for a minute, not going along with it. Like, oh, everything's all right. Everything's okay. Cheery. Just like we're having lunch or whatever. He just gets straight to the point. And he's like, who are you, Bobby? And she's like, what? Excuse me? Because she was not expecting to be confronted mm-hmm. like this. Mhm, and we see it's raining outside. Um, it's funny because Taurus <laughs> still has a ton of food on his plate. Just realized <laughs> he still has all the food. Yeah, and he puts his his cup down. He's like, "I came clean to you about everything to do with me. Maybe it's time you do the same." Whoa, direct.
1: Yes, and he definitely has a hint of you're hiding something from me. And you're just coming on strong, like, oh my god, sir, we haven't slept for 48 hours. We just ran from gunmen, and you're thinking like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna expose all your secrets. Yeah, you're like, calm down for a second. <laughs> I mean, I'm with him.
0: I wouldn't do it at a public di- like diner, personally, because oh. like it's probably confidential. Um, you know, maybe not everyone around them should be hearing this, but okay. <laughs> Um, and he's like who are you Poppy Lynn Wilkes and you know stares at her directly in the face and Poppy is anxious she's like by jump she's nervous she looks really small she, you know the blackness is starting to kind of close in on her and you know we see just more blackness coming into the next panel so she's nervous and, and you know this is a little bit of her avoidance and the fact that she hasn't we'll see later, like done anything about certain information that she's had or the fact that she's been so, um, you know, I guess hiding something like you said, like it's, it's a big deal. You know, there's something very avoidant about it. Yes. Um, you know, we always, you know, talk about everyone's has their flaws and this is definitely like, uh, it's, you know, when something's too hard to deal with. yeah let's push it away yeah
1: and probably she's trying to regulate herself and calm herself by okay we're eating a meal we're having breakfast just we're taking a breather and we can like you said his food is still completely there he's obviously really churning in his head Mm -hmm. he's like the gears are turning yeah
0: and she looks down and she whispers, she's like, those people weren't set by Vincent or any of his men, were they? Because she's starting to, she understands why Tora's asking. You know, she's she's figured it out. She knows why he's why he's asking about this right now at this moment. And he's like, sorry to say, but now only one person in the Baltimore organization knows how to lead a military-level ambush in the middle of a populated civilian zone. We see his food and he's sitting in front of you, stuffing his face with bacon, eggs, and toast. And <laughs> now he starts eating. And I wonder if he's like starting to eat because now he feels relieved that Poppy's actually going to talk. So mm-hmm. he's like, okay, now I can eat.
1: <laughs> he still has his very like earnest face. I feel like she draws him like that when he's being very vulnerable and earnest.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but at the same very... time, he's still kind of being Poppy like with the like, what is this? The card to a deadly weapon. <laughs> he said at the beginning she's, he's going, only one person could uh, organize that and he's sitting
0: right in front of you <laughs> he's pretty humble
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
0: Honest. saying it as it is
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so he's like so now not vince not any of his men and poppy's laughing
1: mm-hmm.
0: but Tora's still giving her that intent look he's not letting her get away with you know any jokes or anything he's mm-hmm. just he's eating but he's still looking directly at her mm-hmm. it's like you think it's funny huh and he's like oh come on you were clearly trying to get a rise out of me which it's again avoidant she's pushing off in the moment where she has to tell him mm-hmm. and finally she sighs she realizes she can't push it off any longer and she you know like huddles in on herself because she's trying to protect herself and you know she's feeling vulnerable and then she finally tells him she's like I-, I can't tell you who i am if i don't know it myself torah looking like a very little child over here
1: <laughs> there's been so many panels this um episode where he, she's kind of drawn with this little like baby face mm-hmm. which I think is interesting
0: yeah but I mean, we yeah. know that she was well based on what happens next but she was a child when certain pivotal events happened in her life you know, when her mom left so she's going back to that stage you know every time she thinks about her mom
1: yeah which this is like before we go on to the the next part this is kind of like okay is she genuinely being like I don't know I don't have information like you exposed all your personal stuff and I have like I don't have all the pieces or is she kind of giving him the like I don't have the full story so I don't know kind of like mysterious brush off type Mm -hmm. of thing um I don't know what do you think do you think she genuinely doesn't know or is she giving them like the brush off
0: so I did read some of the next episode. So there's a little bit of that in there, but and I'm, like I said, I skimmed in. I'm trying not to remember it, but mm-hmm. like, um, I definitely think there's avoidance. I think that there's some that she knows, but I think she never investigated because she didn't want to know. Mm-hmm. But it really does depend a little bit more on the next episode. So we'll just keep it at that for now. Mm-hmm.
1: And for the millionth time, if only we could have heard what grandma Fleur wanted to say to her at that <laughs> hospital. Right. Eventually
0: it will come out, even if it's a hundred years, in a hundred episodes from now, we'll, we'll know
1: eventually. <laughs>
0: okay, and the moment is here. <laughs> she's like, well, I can't tell you if I don't know myself, up, but there's someone who does. And, you know, it like zooms out just to see her looking all small and alone. To, And then we transfer to another setting and we hear stellar performance this quarter, Agnes, as we'd expected from our top performing regional sales manager. And the person says, you're most kind, Mr. CEO. Cheers to our new Asia-Pacific venture. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Click. And we have ring, 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 ring. And then we have someone holding um, a bag and clicking. And as this person is walking away and someone says, hello. And the person who's on the pick up the phone says, hello, Agnes Fleur, Realist prime real estate. Eight. Sorry, prime time real estate. Not a great time to speak unless just regarding. And that's, and then we hear, mom it's me and we see the woman you know who's poppy's mom and it says poppy Lynn. and then we see from the back Poppyland's mom has dropped her wallet and finally in the history of the comic we actually have yeah! <laughs> for real
1: like everything i feel like i wish that there was i wish that there was someone like i just want to see reactions of so many people I need everybody, all the co-hosts to be on this episode because all the times that we were like, it's Poppy's mom, it's Poppy's mom. I feel like we finally resigned ourselves to be like, it's not Poppy's mom. Come on. And then it's Poppy's mom.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like, oh you know how like I remember when we got the kiss at 35 we're like what they're kissing already so mm-hmm. here's like we're 125 but like what we actually have Poppy's mom I thought we would never ever see her I thought she was dead yeah she was like, I know she was dead but like I never expected and then she has her number like,
1: yes what? <laughs> okay the, a weird thing that I saw was some some people in the comments were saying that previously we've seen Poppy's mom with brown eyes and right, in this yeah. one, she has blue eyes, which is kind of like a question mark. Oh, I see green, but yeah. But, or, yeah, yeah. green. Lighter. yeah, Not brown. <laughs> Not brown. Mm-hmm. But it, what? Poppy has her number? Poppy has just had it this whole time? She, so, like, has it been a forced isolation, or, I mean, an, in, in, uh, like, intentional isolation? Like, yeah, her mom never came back to her, but... Actually, she's had the opportunity to connect this whole time, and she just didn't take it. So many questions. Yeah, I have more questions than answers.
0: But we can deduce that Poppy's on a surprise that she called her because she drops her her wallet and she doesn't have her number saved in her phone. She picks up like the real estate agent, so she doesn't have Poppy's number saved. Whether that means that she didn't knew that Poppy, you know, maybe she didn't even know that Poppy has her number. Or maybe she didn't know, but she knew, didn't expect to get a phone call because probably was like, I never everyone to see you again, ma'am. You know. Mm-hmm. I, well, I kind of do know a little bit because I read the next episode, but I'll pretend I didn't. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> damn it. Okay, I'm so glad that I didn't read it because I just know that it would have been right. in my head this whole time. Yeah. Um
0: yeah. it is a big moment. Wow.
1: <sighs> damn. And and yes, she's obviously just off leading a completely separate life. And she has that Fleur, the Fleur name that mm. grandma has, which we knew. We knew that, that she was grandma's daughter. And it's just so wild to be like, what is Poppy's maternal side of her family? Do we have a Fleur, gay clan? What about La Rosa clan? That has to do with a flower. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the only other clan we know of other than Nine Daggers.
0: Right. And she's, um, she seems to be having a regular job. I mean, she, she also be successful at her job. She's not like doing, you know, shooting someone right now, you know, she's as far as we can tell, a very successful regional manager, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Real estate could be extremely clan coded though. Like, you know, that a lot of those clans own a lot of property. They have to buy a lot of like secret places. Mm -hmm. So it is very clan coded. It's possible but oh my gosh yeah it's crazy the real poppy's mom right it's finally her it's never been her until it's her (laughs) why didn't she think to call her grandmother she's so much closer with her grandmother does she not know that her grandmother knows anything why was her mom the first person
0: Maybe she feels like she tried to get information out of her grandmother previously and she wasn't forthcoming, which were would not be surprising.
1: I'm about to read the next episode and just die, aren't I? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that what's gonna happen? I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna fall apart in the next episode.
0: Um, let me know. I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is very exciting. So like, yes, we finally have it. We have the mom.
1: (laughs) I like left up off the couch when I saw it. Yeah. When I just like saw the pop, I just jumped up practically through my phone.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) All right. Do we have anything else to say on this episode or do we do our favorite panel?
1: (laughs) We can do favorite panel now. I don't think that I have anything else to say because it's all questions. I only have questions now. Okay. Um favorite. I think I know what my favorite panel is.
0: All right. I'm it gonna just is, say my my favorite. Okay, I'll let you go first. You go first. Go
1: ahead. Go ahead.
0: My favorite panel is just Poppy's mom. It's just that's what it is. It has to be. You know, it's the panel of the century.
1: <laughs> I I feel like I tend to choose my panels based on aesthetics mm-hmm. and versus like um meaning in the right. story. And so <laughs> my favorite one is when she's like good job (laughs) because I feel like I can just imagine that in like an anime or something just them kind of cutting to her being like
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) and she's
1: cute cute. so that's that's my favorite one
0: Mm -hmm. all right okay um so question for the audience and people type in your comments wherever you're listening um do you think Poppy's mom knew that Poppy had her number yes or no so, all right. Thank you so much, Ruby, for joining on this episode. Very exciting. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Thanks for having me, like always.
0: My pleasure. And let me know as soon as you're done how how you react to the next episode.
1: Oh, I will. I'm going to be in that Instagram chat.
0: I will. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Thank Have you. a good evening. Bye. Bye. Thank you to my current patrons, Lily, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Salty Tuggles, and Rose, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Esther, and watching you people, Emily, Jean, Kay, Lily, Beckett, Christine, Sadie, Teresa, Mrs. Castaldo, Amapora, Ruby, Sophia, and Katrina. Your support is truly appreciated.